Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin. I've got my brother Travis with me as always. And this is it, dude. Our last effort, our last ditch effort to play some good down tempo tunes to sway our listeners. The last few that are holding out saying like i just i'm just not sure about this down tempo music you know i'm still on the fence about it this is it dude this responsibility weighed on me quite a bit actually (laughs) and this i'm not even kidding dude this was very difficult to narrow down because i've been working on this playlist for like weeks you know yeah and it just been struggling to narrow it down to five but, well, look, dude, we're know, just, I think, I think I we're just having fun here. Okay. We are. Always remember, we're just having fun. We are. And you know what? There's always what you heard, you know? That's right. We can always sneak in a down-tempo track on a what you heard episode and get that fix in there, you know? But yeah. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm happy with my choices. I'm curious to see if, if you and I have any overlap in artists. I mean, I doubt we'd have overlap in songs, but... Maybe artists, but I, I doubt it. So this is our down tempo mixtape. It's going to be the same format as our What You Heard's, which we just did last week. We're each going to bring five songs to the table, but this is going to be just kind of a mix of, you know, some of our favorite down tempo songs and artists. You know, going back as far as as you know the early two thousands when we got into down tempo for the first time. I mean, yeah, I've, I've been listening to Down Tempo ever since then. So years and years and years of Down Tempo all distilled into five songs. This is tough. So this is just a way for us to share, you know, rapid fire, possibly 10 different artists and just knock it all out in one episode rather than continuing to do Down Tempo episodes for the foreseeable future. Because we could. Yeah. We could easily do that. Definitely. 
And I got to say, some of these artists I'm bringing, I, I think, deserve a full-length episode at some point. But, but well, you know, not for a long time. I think I think we've gotten this out of our system, especially after this episode. We're gonna we're gonna circle back to to some rock music to to our wheelhouse, right? But um, but yeah, this is it, man. I'm excited. So let's just dive right into it, man. Now, are you gonna be bringing songs that are loosely fitting into this category, or are you sticking to to the basics? What do you mean? So I feel like I'm going to be our true our true north for the episode. Okay. You know? If you steer us kind of to the left, take a you know a few a few streets down from from the down tempo block, I'll be I'll be turning left a few more times to get us back where we were. You know what I mean? So a callback to our underworld episode where I I had a really terrible analogy <laughs> about if 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 down tempo or or I guess. If electronic music was like a, a neighborhood, you know, down tempo is on this one street and underworld is like a few streets over, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do think that I'm I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna be you know, I'm gonna be turning left and, and maybe, you know, right a few times. But that's the thing. That, here's the thing. And we'll we'll get into this because of um the, the tunes I'm bringing at least. Down tempo gets mixed with a bunch of other sounds and stuff, right? So yeah, it's just a it's just one of many genres that and styles that that goes into to me kind of like what we talked about with Underworld. Underworld's not strictly down tempo, but it sounds like what you're saying is that your tunes that you're bringing are strictly down tempo. I I ended up you know I was all over the place too for a while with my picks, but then almost without even intentionally, my songs just ended up the the five that I landed on were just straight up true classic down tempo jams a lot of them okay. are, are the old ones you know old songs that have been sitting in my pocket for years so. okay well i intentionally brought five tracks that have like a wide range of sound so that'll, that'll be good yeah all right so you're gonna kick us off q yep and i'm gonna kick us off with another artist and song from the elemental chill collection dude okay we stumbled upon this collection of down tempo tunes it's a compilation like four four disc volume through like soul seek or something back in the in the heyday of pirating music yeah you know basically you you go to look for an artist and you end up with a compilation record that that song appeared on yeah it'll show any any record right doesn't matter what that features this artist yep and this artist here is his name is mikhail delta Good pronunciation, Q. I would have gone uh, with Michael. I uh, could be Michael, dude. <laughs> but no, I think Mikel. That's probably right. You like, you like yeah. that? Um, this is one of my favorite down tempo songs. Still to this day, I love this song. I love everything about it. Now, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is very guitar driven, right? Yes. Okay, cool. And here's the cool thing about it. I learned that the Elemental Chill compilation... Um, they did kind of like their own mixes for these songs. So mm. I looked up this song elsewhere with, you know, from other uh, sources like YouTube or Spotify. Doesn't sound the same. So I went back, mm-hmm. I pulled up my old hard drive and grabbed the actual mix that's featured all on Elemental Chill. So do we have any, do we have any knowledge on like who mixed it? Was it like another mm. producer or something? It, Electronic producer? 
it doesn't say. I'm guessing okay. maybe Interesting. whoever pieced together these compilations maybe had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the uh, DJ Kicks records, you right? Know? Those yeah. are always mixed by whoever brings, you know, the collection together. Right. So, all right, here is again an oldie but a goodie in my heart. I will always love this song. This is Mikel Delta. The song is called Diving. that song in years man it holds up right yeah it does and like here's the thing though q i would if i were to throw other styles on that you know it's very dancey and it's very ambient too there's a little bit of ambient to it so like you know if we compare that to thievery corporation or quantic or tosca it's very much i would say more dance oriented with that, with that beat in the background. Yeah, I would kind of put it in the same camp as Quantic and Thievery Corporation. Really, but there's no samples in it. There's no jazz whatsoever. Maybe the jazz, maybe, maybe the guitar is a little bit jazz oriented. Yeah, but I mean, extremely. there's a little bit of a uh, another kind of uh, genre in there besides just jazz. Well, it's very like chill out and music. Definitely, you know? definitely, yeah. Here, so here's why I've always loved this song. I think this might be the first song on that Elemental Chill collection that piqued my interest, even though it is very Muzak, like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you step into an elevator. Yeah. Or, you know, you're at a, a bougie cocktail party. Right. This is the first one on that collection. So probably one of the first down-tempo songs that really stuck with me that does that style, but in a really effective way. Yeah. 
and it's with those great guitar stylings. I'm sure that's Mikel doing those. Probably. In studio, yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, so that is off of an album of his called Halcyon Days. Came out in 2001. All right, so that is, I feel like that's a good way to kick things off, dude. Sure. Just kind of yeah. kick us off with a classic. So I'm going to pass it on to you, dude. What you got? Well, speaking of classics, Q, it doesn't get much more classic than this record that I'm going to start us off with here. I'm talking about Portishead. Does that ring a bell to you, Q? You probably recognize the the, the album cover. Yeah, it's bl- it's mostly blue, right? It's yeah, like a, a, yep. a woman on it. Yep, that's right. That's the that's the singer. Portishead to me is the down tempo group, and Massive Attack is on the same level to me. Where they they really lean heavy on the female vocalist, definitely Portishead, especially because that's um, the, the main vocalist is a, a female. Massive Attack has a couple of male singers, um, but for Portishead, it is Beth Gibbons is the is the primary vocalist. Uh, and here's something that blew my mind, dude. Geoff Barrow or Jeff Barrow is the second member the second founding member of Portishead. He's the guy that did the Annihilation soundtrack, the Ex Machina soundtrack, and the Devs soundtrack, which is, I brought that last year as um, one of my best of 2020 tracks with uh, Ben Salisbury. That's the guy? Yeah. I had no clue that he was from Portishead. Shows you how much I know. Anyway, so um, this is their debut record. It's called Dummy. And you're right, Q, it's uh, very blue. The uh, album art does mm-hmm. feature a female, which is Beth, the singer. Yep. So, um, yeah, you're right, dude. Moody is definitely the right word to use. Her vocals are kind of compared to Billie Holiday, which I think kind of adds mm. to like the, you know, that sort of like ghostly vibe to it, if that makes sense. That old timey, she's got a very classic sounding vocal delivery, which I think yeah. works really well with the with the beats and whatnot, right? So this is, I think more so than Down Tempo, this is a trip hop record. And I feel like those two, there's so much crossover with trip hop and Down Tempo. But this song I'm bringing is a good example of, of what I think of when I think of trip hop. All right, so let's just play the track here, Q, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, this song is called Pedestal. Man. And in 
love the um, record scratching. Yeah, that's that's like the trip hop, a classic trip hop, right? Because what I mean, the reason it's called trip hop is because it borrows from hip hop, right? I mean, it's pretty pretty straightforward. Uh, like with the the beats and the and the record scratching sounds and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, this record is a is just a quintessential um, trip hop down tempo record. It it makes the list every list you can think of. You know, that's I was gonna, gonna say the name. It's off gonna the, be top ten for yeah, sure. It definitely it's up there. So I'm gonna quote um, a Pitchfork review uh, a guy named Philip Sherburn. He says, despite its reputation as dinner party music, it is straight up discomfort food, curl up and die music, head under the covers music. It's dark, dank, and quintessentially Bristol, mingling a chilling harbor fog with the resin of a thousand spliffs left to burn down in a haze. Damn. Pitchfork, man, they like to be wordy and uh, descriptive. They like to paint pictures cute better than I do. That's for sure. But yeah, they're from Bristol, England. That's what he was referring to, Bristol there. But um, but yeah, it's just moody. It's like you just think of like a smoke-filled room or something like that, you know? Right, like speakeasy, classic jazz from that's like the that, 30s, that's, 40s. That's her voice, man, the Billie Holiday-sounding yeah, voice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rolling Stone called the record Gothic Hip Hop, which I think was another oh. good descriptor. But yeah, yeah. Um, I brought a couple of of like heavy hitters today. Portishead is one of them and you actually named it earlier, but yeah, massive attack is also one of my top five. So I'm bringing a massive attack track later. So I'm sort of like sandwiching my picks with these two, like, you know, Titans of, of, of this, uh, of this genre. But anyway, so yeah, that is Portishead. The song was called pedestal. It's off of their record dummy. All right, cute. I'm going to throw it back to you for your next pick. What do we got? Are we so now, you know, trip hop, we sort of we, we turned right a little bit. Are you gonna are we going back? Are we circling back to the down tempo drive? So this guy I know you're a fan of this guy as well. His name is Andy Turner. He also goes by AIM. I've brought one of oh, his songs yeah. before. I would maybe put him under trip hop. So would you say that trip hop it does leans more heavy on sample based tunes. Oh, I actually wanted to say speaking of, I wanted to bring that up. The the drums and the trumpet that you heard on that Portishead song were not samples. You might think that they were, but they were actual musicians. A guy named Clive Deemer on drums and Andy Haig on trumpet. Just wanted to make that okay. point because, you know, you may have thought that that was a sample. If it was Quantic, or at least Quantic's first record, it it would have been a sample, right? Same with Theory Corporation, but no. Well, at least the albums that we talked about. But anyway, yeah. So, so I, you were asking about trip hop being sample based. Yeah, it's really almost synonymous with with down tempo, honestly. But I mean, I think okay. I think trip hop to me is like you know when you hear the record scratch or or, or even some rapping, like some some trip hop has rap in it. But you're just saying that, that, that this is a uh, kind of more more like uh, kind of your classic uh, sample based kind of music. This guy aim. He yeah he does a lot of that. So he is he does bring in the trip hop elements. He has a lot of songs where he he works with. Let me see if I can find his name because I love. He has a a um, hip hop artist that sings on a bunch of his records. His name is QNC. So Aim was part of this collective back in the '90s. QNC was was part of that group. Um, but he also does a lot of great um, 
down-tempo, like, breakbeat music. So I just looked up break music, because I've always been curious exactly what the definition of, of breaks is, like, what it means. Breakbeat. Breakbeat, yeah. So it's a it's primarily a mid-90s to mid-2000s style, combining elements of progressive house and trance, but with syncopated percussion patterns, which are electro and or breakbeat sample-based. Um, so... Yeah, Aim's one of the best, dude. I, I love his stuff. One of my favorite albums of his is Cold Water Music that came out in 99. And I'm going to bring a song from another record of his that came out about seven years later called Flight 602. This song is called Interview. so many cool moments in that song yeah dude. such a slow build too with that super ambient intro. i mean that was almost like yeah that was almost like a minute long intro yeah so you so you talked about him being sample based do you know what he sampled in that track or we could probably look it up real quick uh yeah let's try that who sampled.com because like it, that sounded kind of like um it almost sounded like um smoky robinson or yeah something like something like that yeah well who sampled.com has brought at least one of the samples. You want to play some of it? Yeah, let's see what it. it was. So he sampled from a song called When You're Walking, a band called Black Sugar from an album Sono Radio from 1971. Let's see yeah, let's if we pick up on it.
Yeah. The whole thing. That's it. Yeah, dude. He just repeated that. The whole yeah, the the whole song. So yeah, that's um, cool, man. It's not you don't have to listen <laughs> hard for you that. You don't got to listen carefully. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. So yeah, I love that kind of stuff, man. So he so he pulled the um the majority of of the of yeah, the beat. The the entire melody. Yeah, I'm sure he it. added some 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 of his own you know beats to it, maybe on top of it, like maybe maybe a snare on top of the snare or something, you know, to give it a little bit different sound. But yeah, yeah man, cool. So yeah, that was Aim, one of my favorites, dude. One of my favorites. That was an album called Flight Six Zero Two from two thousand six. That song was called Interview. Pass it back to you, dude. What you got? So this guy is like a legend in the underground, like UK electronic music scene. Like he's been in the game forever. He started making music um, under the name The Irresistible Force in nineteen eighty seven. Uh, so his name, his, I guess his, uh, his DJ name is Mixmaster Morris. So yeah, this record that I'm going to play a track from here is called It's Tomorrow Already. It was put out on Ninja Tune. So this is the first release under Ninja Tune. He had a couple of other records before that one. But, um, but yeah, this came out in 1998. But yeah, so let's just play this song. This is a really interesting album. Um. And it's got this really, this certain quality to it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the track here. Um, he relies heavily on sampled, uh, like, vocal tracks from, like, movies or TV shows or whatever, right? Which I typically don't like, but this record, he does it really well. So this song is called Nepalese Bliss. <laughs>
anybody offers you a hit of Shake the Jeep kind of stuff. You like the bass was heavy. <laughs> yeah, that was your takeaway. <laughs> that was my takeaway. What do you think about the? You know, it, Nepalese Bliss is obviously referring to like some drug, right? Yeah, because in the background, the 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 uh, the vocals are like, uh, if anybody ever offers you a hit of Nepalese Bliss, uh, like uh, you know, I guess you should take it. It's what the song is trying to tell you. <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, the whole record is like that. Really like a lot of textures and like like a warm synths and stuff like that in the background. And it has this kind of dreamlike quality. Yeah. Sort of very like this. Uh, big yeah. sound. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, like engulfs the room kind of mm-hmm. kind of feeling. Yeah, definitely. So this guy, here's an interesting fact, Q. He put out one of the very first chill out compilation records yeah we've been talking about those forever yeah the last few weeks at least uh in 1990 so damn there you go he is still according to uh the ninja tune biography about him is still one of the uk's most popular djs he has been the resident dj at the glastonbury festival for six years nice warming up for acts like the prodigy chemical brothers etc so anyway, you know, this is just like just one of those staples in the game, you know. But anyway, that that record was called It's Tomorrow Already. I highly recommend it if you'd like that song because the whole record's like that. Really interesting vibes the entire time. It You should take a hit of something before you hit play because <laughs> it probably enhances the, uh, the, the, the playback experience. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back to you. What do you got here for us? All right, dude. Well, speaking of compilations, you may or may not be familiar with this one, dude. So this one's going all the way back to 96. Dude, we almost had the same track, perhaps, because I I was also going to bring... I I pulled this up and pushed play on this record because I remember it. It's great, man. Sorry, I just stole your thunder. Yeah, dude. Kind of. You know, you kept it vague. But um, Cruder and Dorfmeister. So they're another one of the... I'd call them founding founding members of the genre yeah uh trip hop down tempo richard dorfmeister is one half of tosca who in my opinion probably one of the greatest down tempo duos out there i would agree with that yeah yeah so i never actually got too into cruder and dorfmeister but they have a really great uh compilation record kind of like a dj kicks in a way called conversions and um dude i'm curious if this is the song that you were thinking about bringing from this record it's the first track on the album it's from a dj who goes by dj unknown face uh there's really not a lot about unknown face so the name is fitting and it looks like 
he or she. Oh, it's a she, Stacy. Really only released a couple songs. Uh, and one of them is one that it shows up on this record. It's another one of those mainstays for me, dude. This is a classic example of down tempo. This song is called Dat's Cool. Yeah, it's interesting because both Discogs and and Wikipedia both label this as drum and bass, and that's all that the only genre attribute that gets added to it, which is weird, because you know drum and bass maybe a maybe a little bit there. Well, it is like I mean that's front and center is just a very repetitive, sure, looped drum beat, right? But to me, drum and bass is like the kind of stuff that Eamon Tobin does on his records where it's like just yeah like just the, the drums are not possible to do as a human drummer you know <laughs> um right. but yeah this is just another one of those like you said it's it's um it's borderline elevator music but right and that sounds like a dig at it but it, just keep in mind this came out in 96 so right this was right yeah i think this was right when there was a split among DJs and producers, you know, with the classic kind of 
dance club music that you heard, kind of like what we talked about with Underworld. And then these DJ, you know, like Thievery Corporation and Quantic, who are starting to do more like lounge kind of chill out dance music. Yeah. And I think Kruder and Dorfmeister were, were one of the, I mean, I don't know for sure. This is just my speculation, but I think they were one of the, one of the first ones to start doing that. They're definitely like a leg- legendary um, names. Yeah. You know, Kruder uh, uh, put out a record that he's pretty known for. Um, I think he went, went by Peace Orchestra as well. You remember Peace Orchestra? I don't. They were featured on, damn it, what's it called? Uh, the, the the movie where he tattoos himself to remember shit. Memento. Oh. Memento. <laughs> Memento, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, interesting enough, um, interestingly enough, Thievery Corporation song also um, was featured on the Memento soundtrack. One of the nice. singles from um, from the Mirror Conspiracy, the, the record that we that we did. Anyway, well, I feel like I should probably cue up that that soundtrack. That's a good man. soundtrack, dude, for sure. Dude, I didn't even realize Carrie Ann Carrie Ann Moss is in Memento. She's in the Matrix as well. Speaking of the Matrix, dude, did you have you heard the rumors about? Uh, yeah, the, of the course, Matrix dude. Floor. Hell yeah. Keanu and Carrie Ann coming back. Hell reprising their yeah, roles. Dude. I feel like that's what kind of what Keanu's doing right now. You know, he just put out Bill and Ted. You know, he's like, what can I dust off the shelf? Well, what else could he do, man? That's really the only two. That's really it. He dude. could put out another John Wick movie, <laughs> but that's been that's been his, his yeah. main his main dig for a while now. Yeah. Anyway. All right, man. Well, that's it. That's just, again, with that one and the Macau Delta. Those are my two classics that i'm bringing to the table okay okay so i'm gonna pass it back to you man what else you got all right i'm gonna do a left turn for sure now we're jumping a decade uh to 2008 so i would put this artist more under the idm umbrella so thank Tycho. um and this guy his name is kadomo anyway uh this record is called Still Life. And this guy, his name is, uh, like I said, his name is Kadomo, but his, his actual name is Chris Child. And the word Kadomo is the Japanese word for child, Q. Whoa. So it's both a reference to his last name and the fact that he actually grew up in Japan. Pretty cool. Neato. Um, so yeah, this guy, he's, he's, he's known for some of his video game soundtrack work. This record is not a video game soundtrack. So, uh, like I said, this record is called Still Life. came out in 2008. And apparently, the, the, the this kind of reminded me of, of Lossel a little bit as far as, like, his approach to the record. Ooh, he said I that like it's that. highly conceptual in which the music was all inspired by a set of photographs taken during his travels in the U.S. and abroad. All right, well, this song is called Concept 16.
there's the uh, Tycho vibes at the very end. Yeah, right. That definitely lends itself well to to video game scores, that style. Yeah, that style, right. And as you know, Q, I love this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You're all about it, dude. So what... Uh, how does this fit in, in, into the down-tempo umbrella for you? So I, that's, is it this more is like good, the repetition? I think it's a good conversation. In the layer building, yeah. I, I think it's a good conversation because I I feel like your your definition of down tempo I think it's very rooted in jazz. It is okay, very and, much so. Yeah, and I don't me. think that's what what down tempo is about. Down tempo is just like a a a style that you can add to a bunch of different things, right? Okay, here here it is, dude. I got it, man. Yeah, this is perfect. Right so here. Right so here. this is where what I. The down tempo tag to me yeah. is I think it's outdated because uh, it was originally intended to refer to 1990s to 2000s chill out music that has a slow rolling hip hop or dub inspired groove with sampled beats and which can be broadly categorized as primarily jazzy, primarily dubby or both. Yeah, that to me is down tempo. Well, so I'm I'm yeah. stuck in the, uh, you know, to the early 2000s up to that era. In my mind, that's down tempo. Yeah. Well, Q, now your 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 label has expanded. This is the first sentence on 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 uh, Wikipedia here. Down tempo is a broad genre of electronic music characterized by an atmospheric sound and slow tempo beats. And it says here, examples of down-tempo subgenres include trip-hop, chill-wave, sibient, which I've never heard of, and lo-fi hip-hop. So jazz not not mentioned once in there. But like, yeah, you know, it, that's that's why, you know, when you think about Thiever Corporation, like we said, it might be jazz, it might be like Latin music, it might be, you know, Middle Eastern psychedelic type music that they kind of pull in. But at yeah. the base of it all is those beats right the slow tempo beats and stuff yeah anyway so, so for me when i'm when i'm you know when i'm trying to figure out five songs to bring to the table for our down tempo mix you must have had a pretty i'm narrow sitting scope, in that dude. yeah i did man but that's okay you know what like i said so to me true north yeah for down tempo is that for for you early 90s to to early 2000s yeah specific definition of it Right, that is outdated apparently. Well, not that it's yeah. I don't think it's it's necessarily outdated. Well, that was the original. Where did you read that? On Discogs. Oh, Discogs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I think bands like Massive Attack and Portishead were sort of like the origins of it, and they don't really incorporate jazz at all into it. So, yeah, I think my my guess is that like the term down tempo was probably used exclusively to describe that kind of jazz centric stuff by some group of people, maybe, right. Maybe, maybe at some point, but yeah, to me, although I would say massive attack and Portishead are more trip hop, but you know, at this point, it's almost like we're having a conversation about dream pop versus shoegaze, you know? <laughs> right. It's one of the same. They're one of the same. They do mean, they, they do tend to mean different things, but, but they're all under the same umbrella, you know, for sure. Anyway. All right, Q. Well, that was, uh, an artist that goes by Kadomo, and that was a song called Concept 16 off of a record called Still Life. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back at you. Well, I am bringing a, an artist that 
has been featured on No Filler before. I brought one of his songs from the same album as a What You Heard back in the day, before we did What You Heard's as a full episode. So um, this guy is named Leon Vinehall. I love his stuff. So he is under the house, deep house, down-tempo genres. And he's got an album called Rojas. I think it's Rojas. But it's U.S., not A.S. So it's not the color red. Um, But this is a more, like, classic, uh, like, club kind of dance vibes. You know, very four-on-the-floor kind of stuff. I absolutely love it. I brought a song of his called Paradisia back in the day, sometime last year. I'm going to play another song off of this album. You're going to love this, dude. This song is called Saxony. Gave you a little little taste of those vocals at the end, dude. Yeah, I love the harp sample that he that he mm-hmm. pulled in, and then there there was like just a a flute that came out of nowhere, and then it never came back again. I mean, maybe it comes back later, but I heard a flute. Well, let me tell you, dude. Then... That's that is something that that I love most about his music is he's very good at just kind of introducing something quickly and and like only once maybe. Yeah. And you don't hear it again. And he's very good at, at the at the layers, you know. Yeah. So let me ask about you the layers. Let me ask okay. you this. Okay. What about that is jazz to you? Nothing. Now, okay. let me say, when I said I was, you know, 
bring in the classics. I didn't mean strictly jazz. Okay, okay. And I don't think down tempo is strictly jazz in my mind. Like okay, jazz okay. heavy. All right. But it's that more classic like Muzak. Yeah. Um, you know, bougie cocktail party. Sure, sure. I, that yep. when I think down tempo, that's what I think. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So yeah, this came out. This came out in 2016. Wow. 2016. Yeah, he hasn't actually really hasn't been doing this for too long. He's been active since 2012. He's on Ninja Tune. He's on quite a few other labels, but cool. Yeah, dude. So again, that was a song called Saxony from an album called Rojas from Leon Vinehall. All right, dude. We're rounding third base. We just got three songs left. What you got for us? All right, Q. I think I'm going to go to Massive Attack next. So here's another another classic down tempo record. I would call this more trip hop. There's there's the down tempo stuff that you that you've been talking about where it's very like like you said the music stuff, the lounge music, right? And then there's bands like or there's groups like Massive Attack and Portishead who really embraced like the trip hop stuff. And I think with Massive Attack it's it's back to that same kind of dark mood that like Portishead has, right? It's everything uh, about these bands, like every like yeah. their imagery, right? Everything about them is just like dark and kind of mysterious. Yeah, there's this giant like bug on the cover of this record. Oh, you're bringing mezzanine. Mezzanine. Huh? Everybody knows this record. This is on the top ten for sure. Every list. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. For trip hop and down tempo. Yeah, and just best of the '90s too. Both Portishead yeah. and Mezzanine. Best of the 90s. Uh, like this record, like debuted at number one in the UK when it released. Like this was a huge, huge record. Uh, so I'm going to bring, and I actually, I actually brought um, a song for What You Heard a long time ago. So this isn't the first time that this this group has been on, on No Filler. But I'm going to bring uh, the title track to the record, which is not a single. I made sure of it, Kim. Uh, but this song is, of course, called Mezzanine. Thank you. 
Like you, I was watching your face, and uh, <laughs> you didn't seem too too interested with this this track here. Not my cup, dude. Not your cup. I like everything but the vocals. Okay, you know it's probably one of those things where, much like a Tom York or a mm-hmm. Paul Banks of Interpol, mm-hmm. you either love it or you hate it. Well, you know, I I like the. It's like it's got the. Uh, <laughs> it's got like the end. It's got that industrial, like cold, yeah, sterile, the, the darkness, vibe. yeah, which is what I like about it. But like, yeah, I think what what I like about his voice is that, much like Ozzy Osbourne, like it just pairs really well with the vibe and the mood. It's like the sickly kind of voice almost. But that's the thing, like, what's what's so great about this record is that you've got his vocals, you've got the other guy that was kind of doing the spoken word stuff in the background yeah, throughout the record. But then you also have um, a very well-known, um, let me look up her name, but it's the, um, yeah, Elizabeth Fraser uh, of Cocktail Twins shows up on the record. She sings on Angels, she sings on Group 4, and she has this very, like, classical much like the Portishead singer, right? Almost operatic kind of voice, right? So you you yeah. hear her really like angelic, beautiful voice, and then you hear his like grating kind of sickly voice like throughout the record, and it's just this very, you know, it just all works so well together, especially on songs like Group Four where both of them are featured. But this is like one of those records that you you push play. And you let it sort of like envelop you. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's a mood and a vibe and like an experience. Well, hey, dude, that was a rare occurrence. Where we we don't agree. Episode, dude. On this show, you mean not on this episode? (laughs) Yeah, on this show. Yeah. And you know what? People need to hear it. Well, here's what I would like to say, Q. Give the record a shot. I feel like I owe it to music fans everywhere i need to listen to mezzanine at least once in my life right yes i think it is one of those records um ironically enough i think it does show up on that very well-known coffee table book a thousand and one records to listen to before you die Uh, i know i know the dummy portishead records on there but i'm pretty sure massive attack is too so yeah you do need to listen to it well okay let me say what i liked about it i liked the i liked their choice in sampled sounds to use for drum beats like mm-hmm. i don't think any of that was actually you know any proper near kit. an actual drum beat. Yeah. yeah that's cool stuff and and the atmosphere and the space around it and the the reverb and everything was really cool well, i'll tell you what q listen to group four the ne- very next track okay it's got her very beautiful beautiful vocals by elizabeth fraser that just and this came out in 98 so 98 yeah, that's worth noting. Yeah. All right, Q. Well, we, here's your your last track, Q. What's it going to be? Well, dude, I'm going to stick with with one of the greats. I mentioned I was going to bring a Tosca track. So this is the second the episode. Uh, Richard Dorfmeister track to appear on not, this episode. Not really. I mean, Kruder and Dorfmeister mixed that DJ Unknown Face That's true. Okay. song good, but that, good point. that wasn't one of the yeah good point um but yeah i'm i'm bringing up richard dorfmeister again he is in the group tosca which is probably one of my favorite 
uh, they're down tempo one of the greatest. artists. Yeah. yeah, they're they're one of the greatest. And I would argue they're probably probably the the first down tempo group that 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 sort of like hooked us in. Like that, yeah, that we really genre. got yeah. obsessed with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did do an, an entire episode on their album Suzuki that came out in two thousand, and I'm gonna bring a track from their album. So I guess uh, the second half of Tosca is Rupert Huber. I should mention his name. Hubert, maybe. Hubert, whatever. Not sure. But their fourth studio album is one of my favorites, J.A.C. This one's got a mood, dude. And I love it, man. And this song is so, like, dark and You know, I love dark stuff. And, yeah. And the way that they produce and mix their their albums dude it's just something else no no part of of their songs really sound sampled you know like yeah. they're just so good at it right all right so this is again off of tosca's album from 2005 jac this is track 10 the song is called sailor Dude, I'll tell you what makes Tosca different. Like, there is no mistaking a Tosca song. Like, they have a very definitive sound that they've cultivated. And, like, 
I don't think mastered. it gets much. It doesn't get much better than that, dude. Yeah, in my mind. Like you, yes. Um, yeah, I agree. Like the they they have a signature sound. I guess um, they they have figured out their. You know how like in our in our episode on Tycho we quoted him as talking about like how he once he got his settings correct he he never touched them again right because like he figured yeah, and out he, his and he sound uses the, he uses the exact same equipment and yeah purposely doesn't upgrade his his yeah, equipment because yeah. it's an instrument uh, he treats it like an instrument right right if you once you buy a guitar that's your guitar like you could play around with like effect pedals and stuff but it's still your guitar right your tone yeah. once you get your tone mastered you know a lot of guitar players like they work toward getting their tone figured out like with tosca like they they have that that synth sound that I associate with Tosca is that kind of like, you know, that, that sort of, pre, you know, the sound that was the main melody kind of that mm-hmm. was carried throughout. And even the bass, the, the way the bass sounds, it's like, there's no mistaking that that's Tosca. Yeah. And their all their music, like it may have that repetitive layer building kind of down tempo quality, but it like demands your attention. You can't just mm-hmm. ignore it. Yeah, and this this particular track puts you in a trance, right? And we talked about how down to bow songs can kind of do that because of their repetition. Um, yeah. But I think that one definitely kind of lulls you into like a trance a little bit. Yep. Especially with the delay, like you know how they do that delay. They do that a lot where it's the echo delay. Kind of echoes, yeah. Yeah, dude. So I figured I'd wrap it up with, with one of the greats, dude. So again, that was Sela off of Tosca's album from 2005, J-A-C. All right, dude. How are you going to wrap it up for us? Okay. Well, I'm glad I didn't play Mezzanine last because I had planned on it. But at the last second, I decided to switch and flip these two tracks, Q, because I wouldn't want to go out on a track that you didn't like. But I am confident that you're going to like this one. So, surprise, surprise, I'm bringing a video game soundtrack. Ooh. Now, that's, I think I've talked about this before. What I love about video game soundtracks is that there's literally every style of genre. You'll find a video game soundtrack that falls under that genre, including down tempo. So, this is a guy named Ed Harrison. Uh, this album came out in 2009. It's for a video game called Neo Tokyo. It's a cyberpunk first-person shooter game. I have never played it. Uh, but this soundtrack is something else, man. And, you know, it's a video game soundtrack, so there's a lot of different styles of songs, I guess, on the on the record because, you know, you got to match the level. You know, you got to match the intensity of the action or whatever, right? So it has the down-tempo label, trip-hop, ambient, and IDM. This song in particular, I'd probably put under the, more under like the IDM down-tempo umbrella. But the song's great, man. And um, I'm confident, Q, that you're going to love it. So here we go. This song is called Stopgap by Ed Harrison from the video game soundtrack for Neo Tokyo.
wrong, dude. I hated every second of that. I don't believe you. <laughs> I loved it, dude. That I was did. awesome. Yeah, it's great, man. Uh, the whole soundtrack's like that, by the way. Cool. Now, like I said, there's a, I mean, there's 27 tracks on this on this uh, record. There's a, there's a bunch of different kind of vibes, but there's a lot of that for sure. Um, that was really unique. And you're never going to hear that, dude, if you don't tune into some video game soundtracks, man. <laughs> Uh, I think once I discovered, like, I'm not tapped that out, in like you, man. Well, I go in cycles, but electronic music has always been like one of the cycles I find myself in, right? Yeah. Well, hey, man, when I once I get this degree and I'm diving into the world of IT, I you I guarantee you I'm going to be coming Dude. to you, and you're going to just give me, you know, just the floodgates will open with all these playlists that you've been making over the last, you know, decade. Well, all I know is Cube as a as a bona fide soon-to-be developer who's going to be more of like a cloud back-end type engineer guy. Yeah. The Doom 2016 soundtrack is going to be your best friend. Okay. Is that going to be my starting point? Well, no, you, you got to bring world. it out for certain like crunch time type moments, you know. Okay. Yeah, dude, I'm going to be coming to you, man, for all all the moods. I need. Like, hey, man, I'm stuck in this. There's this bug I can't figure out. You're going to be like, here you go, dude. Yeah, put this, this put this song on and you'll... And, the solution will come to you. Awesome. But yeah, like I was saying, you know, video game soundtracks, there's every style uh, yeah. imaginable. Like the Doom 2016 soundtrack is one of the best like heavy metal records, like instrumental heavy metal, progressive like heavy metal music. I mean, it's just one of the best, right? Anyway. All right, Q. Well, that's it, dude. We're done uh, with uh, down tempo. We're done. It's over. We're, we're done. It's over. You heard it here. We're done with down tempo. For the foreseeable future. Uh, you know what? The funny thing is, Q, like, I burn myself out on this music pretty quickly. Like I said, I cycle. I go in cycles, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm saying that to myself, too. Like, I'm done with down tempo for <laughs> a while. I think I'm with you, dude. <laughs> because I think I'm with you. Especially since we've been, like, knee-deep in it for the last, like, three, four weeks. Yeah. Um, it's time to it's time to go back to our roots, Q. We're, we're going to start in the 80s. Um, and actually, did we decide that we're going to do a, no, for yes. like a rewind next week? Yeah. So I, so I'm gearing up to take a really hard exam. Uh, the security plus for you IT nerds out there. So uh, my study, uh, my studying needs to kick into high gear over the next couple of weeks. So next week we're going to just drop a no filler rewind and pull from the vault we're going to revisit our episode on television and their album, Marky Moon. And that's going to be a great way to kick us off, dude, before we dive deep into this era yeah. of post-punkage. Totally. Yeah, and so uh, what we've talked about doing so far, at least, is, um, like I said, Marky Moon, our television episode, we'll dust that off of the... Uh, Bring it out of the the, the vault, the no filler and vault. Now that came out in 1977, not the episode, but the yeah, album Marky right. Moon. So that is that, that is, is a, right at the beginning of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna do uh, Talking Heads, and we're gonna talk about their record Remain in Light, which I am really excited about. Cause I'm I, really excited about that. Too, I mean, man. so here's the thing about Re- Remain in Light, and obviously we'll get into all this, but Remain in Light has one of their most popular songs ever on it. Once in a lifetime, everybody knows that song. But all the other stuff that happened on that record is so like out there and experimental, and like um, 
they, they pulled in so many different genres and I'm fairly confident Q that, that, that you have not listened to any of this. Is that right? That is correct, man. Oh, I have yet. I, I know I haven't done it yet. Dude. I have not really in store for you. Have not dove deep into talking hands yet, man. This there's a, yeah. Well, anyway, we're going to bring, I got a, a few tracks off of that record that we're going to play. And then I think talking heads is a perfect segue into Sonic Youth, and that's what we're going to cover after Talking Heads, and we've got a a very special guest in store for you guys, and we'll maybe tease that in the Talking Heads episode. So yes. yeah, um, if you're if you've been waiting for us to stop talking about down tempo, the wait is over. We got it out of our system. We're done. It's over. Back to our roots. It's all because after over. Um, after this uh, stint of new wave. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna stay in the in the 2010s era indie music for the foreseeable future. So, because we could spend we could spend years, we could do an this, entire this podcast. Could be, yeah. yeah, this could be a 2010s podcast. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad it's not. But anyway, all right. Well, yeah, man, that's it. That's our down tempo mixtape. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll put this, maybe we'll put the Spotify playlist up on Instagram um, of these, yeah, these we'll, tracks. Yeah, we'll turn this into a, a playlist for sure. Yeah. yeah. Actually, maybe what we could do is put every single down tempo track that we've covered so far. So we'll put, we could put the Quantic stuff on there, the Thievery Corporation. Maybe we could even go back, the Tosca stuff, the Tyco stuff. Any song that we've played on this podcast that's that would fall under this umbrella, maybe we can make like a ultimate no filler down tempo playlist that we could share with you guys. That's a good idea, dude. I like that. All right. All right, man. Well, that's it. So, uh, speaking of Instagram, you should follow us on Instagram. So yeah, just look us up. No filler podcast. Uh, we're trying to be a little bit more active on there. Um, share more, more, more content, more interesting kind of content, uh, compared to what we used to do on, um, on Twitter. So yeah, follow us there. Uh, you can also find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. That's pantheonpodcast.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, AKG. That's it. So let's, we're going to outro us out, as we have been doing on these Don Timbo episodes, with, uh, j- we're just going to tune in to Soma FM on their Groove Salad Classic radio station. And just going to, I'm just going to press record, whatever's playing. On that station is going to be our outro music for this episode. Their Groove Salad Classic station is all the down-tempo tunes that you would have heard if you tuned in to Soma FM back in the 2010s. So classic down-tempo tunage. We'll fade us out with that. You can find our uh, episode track lists if you want to know what the artist is because I don't even know yet. I haven't done it yet. So thank you, Soma FM, for the awesome Groove Salad Classic radio station. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, as always, for listening. My name's Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care.
As a new Western Union customer, you can enjoy a $0 transfer fee on your first international online money transfer. Send money to your loved ones back home the fast, easy, and reliable way. Visit westernunion.com or download their app today to get started. And your first transfer fee is free. Services offered by Western Union Financial Services, Inc., NMLS 906983 or Western Union International Services, LLC, NMLS 906985, FX Gain Supply. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.